And we have a guest with us on the Linder Farm Network, Scott Lambert with the Minnesota Automobile Dealers Association. We've had Scott on numerous times here on the Linder Farm Network. And Scott, the whole California car situation with the rulemaking in Minnesota has just been a huge issue across the state. I've heard from farmers, non-farmers, business people about it. Uh, what are the car dealers doing right now and what action are you taking? Well, we've gone to court to see if we can't get the rule overturned. Uh, we gave the legislature another session to see if they would uh, wake up to the problems of this. The, the Senate passed a repeal of the California car rule. Uh, the House wouldn't even uh, have a debate on it. There was no vote, and they wouldn't. They stifled debate. So, so lacking any uh, legislative uh, action, and uh, the governor uh, still not talking to us, and the. MPCA still not caring about our problems. We uh, we did the only thing we could do, and we we've gone to the appeals court level, and, uh, and we're going to challenge the rule there. Scott, we've heard from corn farmers. We've heard from the convenience store filling station association. Uh, there's a lot of people worried about this right now that have the same concerns you do. Do you see the potential for these organizations to join you in the future on this issue? Yeah, I think we're going to see a, a, a groundswell of, of opposition to the rule. Uh, the rule is really hard on uh, the ag committee. Uh, I'm sorry, the ag uh, community. Um, uh, it, it is not friendly towards ethanol or, or any kind of biofuel. Uh, the, the rule uh, result ends up with a hundred percent ban on gas-powered the sale of gas-powered vehicles by 2034. So that's actually not that far away. It seems like, if you say it, it sounds like a long ways away, but it's really not. And uh, no matter how you cut it, you know, whether we're talking E85 or E15 or any of that, you know, 15% of zero is still zero. And it, it's, it's not conducive to the, uh, 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 the way we've positioned ourselves in our agricultural community to uh, create biofuels. And I think most people say uh, electric vehicles are just fine, but a mandate like this puts a lot of pressure on a lot of people. Right. Uh, th what they're doing is mandating uh, an excess of supply, uh, and it's uh, there. There is um, there was it interrupted a market-driven approach that was happening. Uh, manufacturers are going to provide more electric vehicles, and there is a there is a place for them in our economy. Um, but mandating supply without dealing with uh, the actual demand uh, is going to leave uh, auto dealers with more vehicles than we can possibly sell. Uh, the, the, the goals are really aggressive. Uh, right now, about just over 2% of all the vehicles we sell are electric vehicles. And uh, under, this, under the rules that California is now uh, uh, pushing and are, and are going to be law here this summer, and the rules that Minnesota is following, uh, by model year 2025, which is just, so it's really the fall of 2024 is when the model years really come out. By 20, by late 2024, 26% of all the vehicles we sell are going to have to be electric vehicles. So, you know, it'd be, it'd be amazing if we could double, if we could go from 2 to 4%. There's no way we're going to be able to get to 26%. I mean, it's just, it's just not going to happen. And that means that dealers have to, who have to buy these vehicles from manufacturers will um, uh, be left with a lot of inventory that, they, that they've purchased 
and and cannot unload anywhere, and uh, uh, it's going to drive them right out of business. It's a terrible. It's just going to be ruinous to a lot of economies and a lot of family businesses. So, Scott, what's the basis of the lawsuit? Uh, the basis of the lawsuit, we're saying uh, two things, basically. We're saying it's all about the law. It's, it's not about the policy. We're saying um, uh, there's a, the, under state law, one agency can't tell another agency uh, uh, how to write the rules or write the rules for them. And in this case, uh, it's the California Air Resources Board writing the rules for the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency. And Minnesota law does not allow that. The other thing is, under federal law, uh, you have to have uh, some areas of non-attainment, uh, which means you have to have some air, geographic, defined geographic areas in your state that uh, do not comply with greenhouse gas uh, standards. And Minnesota has had no areas of non-attainment for over 20 years. So we don't, we don't uh, qualify for this law under the federal rules. And, for, in, for example, California has 168 areas of non-attainment. Minnesota has zero. And so we shouldn't be in the system anyway, uh, and we think, uh, we think we like our arguments, frankly, and uh, we're taking these to the appeals court, and we'll take them wherever, wherever we have to go. And what impact would this have on other engines? On other engines? Well, um, uh, we could still sell electric vehicles. I mean, this, this, this doesn't get in the way of us selling. Dealers are still, you know, getting their businesses ready to sell electric vehicles. We, we know people are going to, demand is going to increase. I think we all realize that. Um, it, it's just, we're just not purchasing more than we need. We're right. not purchasing them based on, a, on an artificial mandate. So would it have any impact on uh, <clears throat> any small engines, anything like that at this point? Well, right now, uh, California is, uh, is in the process of banning uh, small engines, such as lawnmowers. Uh, and the MPCA uh, testified uh, this past year that they would have authority to do that if they wanted to. Um, so uh, it's it it is concerning that they think they can they can ban outboard motors, uh, chainsaws, uh, that sort of thing that are that are uh, gas operated. And all of this without the state legislature involved. They've they've gone completely around the state legislature. There's never been a bill or a hearing on any of this. Uh, the governor claims that we that the legislature refused to hear it. That's not true. Uh, they, they they never put a bill in. They they were they knew that that uh, in a public debate they would not fare well in this, so they just did it by rule, and uh, and so we're we're going to court to try and upend the rule. It's the only thing we can do. And Scott, we had the governor on uh, at least two or three times before uh, the election, and both times he said before. Any issue like buffer strips or anything else that's a big issue is discussed that he would personally sit down with all the stakeholders. In this case, obviously the car dealers are a stakeholder, the service station people are a stakeholder, the Minnesota corn growers is a stakeholder, other farm groups, farm bureau stakeholders. And from what I understand, there hasn't been any meetings. No, no, never. We asked repeatedly to meet with the governor uh, before he signed the rule into law last summer, uh, we had multiple requests, and we had a standing request in to meet with him any time. We invited him to our auto show. Uh, we we asked to meet with him. Uh, he he told me uh, on the stage at Farm Fest that he'd sure find time to meet with me, and that's never happened. We've never sat down and talked to him about that. I think the governor has settled a lot of things very wrong about this proposal, 
and uh, we'd love to we'd love to correct them and, and and at least have a conversation with them about what it really means and what the impacts are. But uh, the governor has been uh, uh, barricaded up on this issue. And Scott, I'd like to see uh, Minnesota farmers get involved on this because obviously, as you say, this could have a big impact on the ag economy, uh, corn industry, and especially the ethanol industry. We have uh, over 20 plants in the state. Yeah, we, you know, I mean, if you think of it, Minnesota has spent the last 20, 30 years building an ethanol uh, powerhouse, uh, but this is in direct conflict with that. You know, a, a ban on gas-powered engines is a ban on gas-powered engines, and that's what the rule becomes. So uh, uh, the ag community should be concerned, whether you're a corn grower or a, or a soybean grower or whoever. Um, uh, the state is moving hard, hard left and following California's lead, and it's not conducive with Minnesota's economy or our climate. Scott, we appreciate it. Scott Lambert, who is the president of the Minnesota Automobile Dealers Association, with us here on the Linder Farm Network.